0: Maybe I'll be back in a month. (laughs) We'll see. It's a short flight. Only 16 hours or so. Um, But yeah, I'll be back soon.
1: Welcome to the Rebellious Spirit Podcast with Raj and Anil. We're
2: bringing this program to you from the Osho International Meditation Resort, which is currently one of the largest personal growth and meditation centers in the world. Located in India, the resort is a residential learning and meditation center which offers activities geared towards centering oneself and adding awareness to your life through the study and practice of active meditation. The resort offers guests a taste of relaxation and meditation in a beautiful and stunning environment.
1: Today, we'll be in conversation with uh, Erica, who is visiting the meditation resort from New York. Yeah, Erica. You, Erica Sauer. Erica Sauer. You've yes. lived in New York, Raj. How is it there? It's crazy. To <laughs> <laughs> say the least. New,
2: <laughs> New York. I was there uh, recently, and uh, I hadn't been there in some years, and it was it was like they had turned the volume up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was just amazed. Incredible, yeah. The speed and the movement. It's total chaos for me.
1: What what is amazing for me to see um, how people find out about Osho and the meditation resort here in India and uh, how they make the journey to India. I mean, you've lived here at the meditation resort for a long time and you've seen people come here from hundreds of different countries,
2: 117 different countries. Wow. Yeah.
1: 117 countries now. And um, what have you found out is the common source of people finding out about this place? A lot of it is referral, uh-huh. friends and family. Yeah,
2: And then you can also see what happens through publishing, through books.
1: In the books, yeah. yeah. So, Osho
2: books go out and then people start reading them and then they see that there's a, a place in India and all of a sudden they're on a plane here. Interesting.
0: Hi,
2: nice to see you. You're Erica Sauer? Yeah.
0: Great hey, nice to see you Erica, guys thanks thanks for having me.
2: Thanks for coming. Yeah. How long have you been here?
0: Um, I've been in India for about two months now, a little over two months, and in Osho for 25 days.
1: Wow. wow. So, yeah. Erica, let's give you a little framework. So, Osho describes rebel, rebellious spirit as people who, and Raj, help me here, people who don't, do not live a robotic life, people who live by their own intelligence, people who live from their own heart don't carry the burden of the past, they're responding to moment. What does that say to you?
0: Um, Yeah, I live that way. I try and live that way, at least. You know, I'm an independent contractor. I work in the entertainment industry in the States. Um, I do hair and makeup, and I like to be able to have a different routine all the time. I like to be able to take off when I want. Uh, Self-care for me is really important, so being able to travel... And get outside the box of New York City and work all over the United States is super important and meet different people. So I think the rebellious spirit, call it rebellious or call it free, maybe. <laughs> but it's definitely something I try and live by.
2: What did you do while you were here at the meditation resort?
0: I did I did all the meditations. I definitely put, took part in the meditations, but I did the no mind course. Uh-huh. And that was super powerful for me. Um I'm a westerner. I'm from, you know, New York City. My life's go go go, so there's always a lot of thoughts going on in this head. <laughs> and I think um, you know, I a lot of us do a lot of spiritual work and I meditate and I read every book, but I think, you know, getting here and getting into a program where you speak gibberish and you get past your thoughts, it got me into my subconscious and I realized that there was a lot in there stored in there still that I haven't healed from that I haven't really uh worked through. And so through that process I was able to like release a lot of things, recognize a lot of things and I feel pretty light today. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Which is good, you know. I think we walk around a lot as like happy people and we really, you know, you think things are good sometimes and things are great, but stuff is in there and it's stored in there and I think um the no mind process for me was really powerful.
2: What was it like the start, the middle, the end?
0: When I first got here, the whole gibberish thing to me was so odd. (laughs) I I literally was like, What is this? You know? And I think it's hard not to not to be like, what does this even do? You know, you're in the evening meeting and you're doing gibberish and you're kind of looking around going, Am I crazy? Why am I here? Um, but then you get into this program and I, it's almost like something comes out of you that you didn't even know was there. Like the first day I was like an Italian woman. I thought I was like my mother, you know, like speaking with my hands and like all this stuff was just jibber jabbering. And then, you know, the next day I really realized like I'm not that nice to myself in my head. Like I'm always picking at something or what I'm doing or what I'm not doing enough of. And I think, um, you know, in the West, it's like, and and New York City, especially, it's always about what's next ambition, what are you creating? What are you doing? Like, how are you making a difference? And so I think instead of being present and like, seeing what's next, you're always trying to make something happen, you know, and like, from a young age, in society, and in my family, it was all about what we were accomplishing. And like, that's how you were shown love, like how well you were doing. So. I really recognized those first like few days that I am constantly picking at myself, like what I could be doing better, what I should be doing with my life next. And I'm never actually here, which is the whole idea of the process to begin with that we're so in our heads that we're missing now. And so that was super powerful for me.
2: Osho, No Mind. This seven day course includes one hour of gibberish and one hour of silent sitting. It also includes Osho Dynamic Meditation, Osho Kundalini Meditation, and the Osho Evening Meeting. With gibberish in the first hour, we have the perfect opportunity to throw out the gibberish of the mind. As Osho explains, gibberish is one of the most scientific ways to clean your mind. In the second hour, while sitting in silence, Osho says, just be absolutely silent gather your whole energy inwards just like you are coming home
1: is this your first time in india
0: it's my first time in india so yeah. tell
1: us a little bit about that how was it to land here and to be here what other norms did you shatter in your
0: yeah belief i system? i flew into mumbai first and i spent a couple of weeks there and i met some great people i have a friend who lives in mumbai so and i did a program there too a self-awareness program and so I was fortunate enough to like meet a bunch of people when I first got there. So I felt like I got a a local experience. I got to go around Mumbai with people who lived there and experience just Mumbai. And it's kind of like a New York City. You know, it's yeah. super busy, <clears throat> crowded. There's a lot going on. There's the Bollywood scene, which is similar to my entertainment industry thing. So there were a lot of similarities a lot of honking cars. That is a difference. (laughs) New Yorkers honk, but this is nothing like, um, you know, there's nothing like New York or or, uh, India honking. Um, But then I've traveled all over. I took about four or five weeks and I, I was in Jaipur, Agra, Delhi. I went down to Pondicherry. I was in Goa. So I got to experience some of India. There's definitely more to experience, but you know, I think as a woman traveling around India and especially in the West, it's kind of not necessarily they, you know, like looked on as like something that's potentially safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it couldn't be further from the truth. I felt completely comfortable here. Granted, I'm smart. You know, I've lived in New York City, so I understand that's beautiful. where to go mm-hmm. and not to go. But the Indian people are some of the happiest people that I've come across. You know, there's just so much gratitude here, I think yeah. you know, whereas in the states, not you don't see that level of gratitude. People here are just very accepting of what they have and where they are, and I think um that was like a really big thing for me just to see that and also to recognize what I have in the states, you know we're all so fortunate we have so much so much stuff, and you really realize that the stuff just does not matter <laughs> you know
2: yeah, yeah ultimately the
0: simplicity of life is really what matters so.
2: and how did you hear about the meditation resort
0: well i you know i've been an osho follower for the last year and a half or so mm. you know read his books and you know love his quotes and all that and um when i was looking to come to india i just started kind of googling like where i was going and what i was doing and one of the first things that came up was osho And then, yeah, as I started asking around, you know, different ashrams, different things to do, Osho's name just kept coming up. Um, And I had had a friend who had come here and said that he loved it. And so it just I felt like it called me here and I wasn't entirely sold. But when I got to Mumbai, uh, actually, I asked somebody at the front desk, like, you know, where should I go? And he's like, oh, my friend just... You know, got back from Osho and loved it. And then I picked up this Osho book that I had brought with me and I was having like a kind of a hard day. And I read one of his quotes and I was like, I really feel like this place is where I'm supposed to go. And so I did. And I came here and now I don't want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, We've heard that before. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <A>
2: common refrain. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And you said you, you had done all the meditations. What What was the most impacting I- for you?
0: Um, The dynamic meditation, I definitely think was one of the most impactful for me. You know, I think there's a lot of we do have a lot of stored trauma in our bodies and we all have a past and I have a story and everybody has a story. But there was there's been quite a bit of stuff throughout the last 33 years of my life. And I think when you really start to, you know, get into your body and release things like that, for me, is the most one of the most powerful things about osho's meditations you know because i've i've meditated and you sit in silence and all of that but i think when you really can get into your body and start to release is when like the real magic starts to happen you know Mm -hmm. and you do start to see like there's so much going on in there in your body and your mind and like you really can't be still or quiet until those things are released so right yeah for me that was really powerful
1: what do you take back with you
0: um, I think for me personally, one of the biggest lessons was acceptance of where I am in my life. There was something about being here that was so calming, and like I was so I feel very yeah at ease and um just accepting where I'm at, you know i I said at the beginning that one of my things during the no mind was that i you know things always looking for the next thing, what I'm doing, what I'm creating, and recognizing that it's okay to not know what exactly is coming next, but to know that I'm exactly where. I should be and to be comfortable with that. So acceptance and then like a new family of people. I've met amazing people here, such a great community. And like to know that that exists here and all over the world mm-hmm. is is really nice, like minded people.
1: So. Can we change the track on this? Yeah, bit? Sure. From your perspective now, when you live, you say you live in New York and you're a professional in a high stress life mm-hmm. uh, lifestyle in New York. Describe to our listeners a little bit about what is happening in the world right now, why everyone is stressed to the max and why something like this could be so transforming.
0: I think with the rise of social media in particular and just the access to information, the comparison game is really big, um, you know, so I think you you can constantly see what other people are doing either in your field or maybe it's your friends and they're doing it in a different field but your peers. So what your peers are doing. And I think, you know, this fear of missing out or not doing enough, it's it's just more prevalent than it's ever been, you know, and advertising too. It's all about how they can fulfill some void in you. Oh, you're not feeling like you're enough Buy this piece of clothing or this makeup brand or whatever. So I think people just feel like they're always trying to get to the next place. And I think um, when you can come and be still and silent and like work through some of these thought processes of like you know conditioning that our society has conditioned us to be you really start to break that stuff down and realize that it's not reality you can be happy without the company and the makeup and the clothes and you know what's next what's next like right here right now is what's beautiful and um i had a moment like that yesterday where i was in the pool here at osho and it started raining and you could just see the droplets hitting, hitting the water and it was like pure bliss. But you just realized this is life. This is the moment. You know, this is what happiness is. It's not about the desires. It's not about what's next, what's fulfilling you in that way. It's like the environment where we are, everything is life. And that's what happiness and beauty is. So I think coming here and like getting perspective on that is really powerful.
1: So I think she's a true rebellious. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else you'd like to add for uh, yourself or your listeners, your friends?
0: I think everybody should try and come here. I think it's super. I had no idea what I was getting in. Mm -hmm. And um, I do a lot of work, have all the knowledge. I've read every self-help book there is. But there was something really powerful about this place and coming and like doing the meditations. And. The no mind course for me, it was really life changing. So if you have the opportunity, I think it really is worthwhile. Yeah.
2: Great, Erica. Thank you for thank coming. Thank you. We yes, really appreciate you being yeah, here. Okay.
1: <laughs>
2: so that was a fascinating conversation with Erica. Uh,
1: you know, I am amazed with this new term that we are hearing so often, formal, the fear of missing out. Yeah, that's shocking to me, too. I never understood that
2: not being a creature of social media
1: right (laughs) what social media is doing the impact to the unconscious and subconscious mind of people without their awareness um people probably don't realize that how it's programming their mind to become which is already a grasshopper mind to become more jumpy more restless yeah people are doing this without Any awareness, I Uh, guess? Absolutely. The monkey mind. The monkey mind, yeah. Incredible. Um, Uh, I uh, understand we um, have a very beautiful product uh, as an app and as a book, uh, Meditation for Busy People. Yes, uh, That has 21 different meditations. Any particular meditation that comes to your mind to share uh, about something that you can do in the moment that we can share with our listeners? Well, uh, w-
2: the nice thing about the app is that it gives you reminders all the time. Uh-huh. So it sends you a reminder and it says, okay, today we're going to do this meditation. And also that the meditations are very short. Mm-hmm. So for busy people the, and the mind, of course, the monkey mind, especially is saying, mm-hmm. I don't have time. I have to go for coffee. I have right. to go for work. I have to go for my holiday. I have to do something. And so it's, uh, it, it's constant. And then there's no time for meditation. That's the main (laughs) refrain.
1: You hear that all the time. All the time. You know, what I enjoy about these meditations is how simple and practical you can do them riding in your Uber or taxi. You can do it at the airport. You can do it while you're drinking coffee, actually. Absolutely. It's more about how you do things, less about what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I really enjoy. So at the end of the podcast, we will actually share a simple meditation from the Book of Secrets. And you can download the app from iTunes or Android.